Welcome to the Brown Woman Health Podcast. Today's episode is a continuation of a previous one we had with Sukhjeet Kaur, founder of Chronically Brown. Before we start, let me introduce myself. My name is Ashani and I'm a co-anchor of this podcast. Last time we focused on Sukhjeet's journey with chronic illness, but in today's episode we'll be focusing on ableism in the Daisy community in something very, very special. A new campaign Sukhjeet has launched called Daisy Abled in honor of Disability Pride Month. Disability Pride Month is all about celebrating individuals with disabilities and being proud of who they are. Now, I'll get the mic to Amik and let's talk about ableism in the South Asian community. Hi, Sukhjeen. Welcome back to our show. And can you just introduce yourself to our listeners? Hi, thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I'm Sukhjeen. I live with uh, two conditions called rheumatoid arthritis and fibromyalgia. Um, which kind of started um, my health advocacy, I guess, um, with Chronically Brown and just speaking for people within the South Asian community that live with like chronic illnesses like similar to mine. Um, there's not a lot of, re- lot of representation of this, um, which was the main reason why I started this. And then also there's not a lot of conversation within our community and our culture to talk about this. And it's quite, and if, there is a conversation it's usually quite negative as well so it's kind of changing that to make it a bit more positive and just talking about the realities of everything that goes on with it as well um and just normalizing it I know your page talks a lot about ableism so could you just like contextualize what exactly is ableism and what does that mean in the South Asian community um so ableism itself is just discrimination against uh disabled people um which disabled people become is under a huge umbrella of people. So people with chronic illness and mental health and cancer diagnoses and physical and injuries. There's loads of different things um, that people can have as as an identity as disabled. Um, And it's basically just discriminating them. Um, Within the South Asian community, I feel like it looks very different than it does to white communities and for the most part when I look at the disabled community they do address ableism from a white perspective and they forget that it looks different in loads of different communities and that's kind of why I started talking about it because as soon as I realized that family members were so ableist in their behaviors like forcing people to not take their western medications and take all these other herbal remedies instead that's ableist um I I think there was one lady who once said to me that she she walks a little differently um because of her condition and she kept getting told from her family members that she was um walking drunk and that's actually an ableist thing to say Mm. um making assumptions and you know making someone feel bad for the way they they are is ableist in themselves and it's so common in the South Asian community to do stuff like that and I think it's just I just want the South Asian community anyone within it to just think before they speak maybe yeah. understand what it is first ask questions like any disabled person I've come across they are always happy to talk and answer questions that other people have because it's so much better than this stupid like um, 
comments that's the word I'm looking for the stupid comments and the you know the behaviors that they have and it, it we and the you know the side eyes and the staring that we get yeah it's better than all of that so we're, we're happy to answer questions we just we don't need the assumptions and that's when it gets a bit too much and then it becomes something called like internalized ableism and then us as disabled people then also become ableist towards ourselves um there was like a brief moment when I did it myself and I just decided that I was going to pretend I was fine um even though I was like suffering in pain and I needed painkillers and it was really harmful to me that I did that in the first place but as soon as I realized I was doing that I just stopped it altogether and made sure that I, I took care of myself first because that's what matters most it's not like looking a certain way for others um mm-hmm. it matters what how you feel and how you are um so just keeping that in mind really yeah I just something that comes to my mind is a lot oftentimes when it comes to like disability or like anything that is inflicted on anyone like a common thing you're going to hear in the South Asian community or like like aunties it's just like it's God's punishment or like something yeah. of that sort. It's like karma. And I think that's also very like messed up in a sense. Cause it's like, you can't say that. Like, that's just not okay. It, it doesn't, the person who's like suffering may not like that as well. And like, obviously wouldn't like that. And I think that's just, yeah, I think that's like a huge thing I've seen recently. Um, and then another thing that you just really reminded me of is people don't think before they speak. It's just, you see that a lot with like, and I think especially in like I, being Punjabi, I see that a lot with my Punjabi culture. Like all these aunties will yeah. gossip all the time. Like they always have something to say. And like a lot of the times these like snide comments are just not okay. Like they're not, they don't think about them beforehand. They have such a huge effect on people. Um, and they're inherently just ableist. I think in general, I hope with our generation, this whole like auntie thing and all these insecurities decreases, but that might be, I don't know, yeah. what actually happened. Um, we'll see as the generations go on (laughs) so I know July is disability pride month and there is something really special that y'all launched for it it is hashtag desiabled can you tell us a little bit more about it desiabled is a new campaign from chronically brown which we have started to try and get south disabled south asians to talk more about their disability and try to start a conversation within the south asian community about what disability is and uh, and how it does affect south asians in that way what inspired you to start this campaign We started this campaign due to the stigma around disability and the fact that we actually hide away disability within the South Asian community. We think by starting a conversation we can try to normalise disability and actually make it um, okay for disabled people to talk more about their disability, especially in Disability Pride Month. We're trying to open up a conversation on having pride for your disabled body and having more awareness of what that can mean um, and just being fully accepting of the person. How can we support this campaign? You can support this campaign by sharing our launch day video which is on our, most of our social media 
or actually using uh, the hashtag itself um, and explaining why um, disability is different within the South Asian community, what disabled means for you, um, anything like that really does support the campaign um, by, by actually opening up the conversation, talking about it and making sure that disabled South Asians know that there is support for them within Chronically Brown and in other places too. So just going back to the conversation about being Desi in a ableist world, as a fellow Punjabi and someone who uh, commonly goes to the community center, the Gurdwara, just like I do, do you find those places to be accessible? I think they they try to be, um, but the thing that lets them down is the misinformation and the culture. It's it's not really the the religion itself. It, we we do preach for equality and and in all senses but it's not it's understanding that we can't use that as an excuse to say that we are equal um and we are treating people as equals it's actually looking at what is equality and how can we make it better constantly um so from what i've experienced especially like in the uk where i am like the god that are here that they, they're not the most accessible and recently so like I haven't been for what an, a year and a half I think now since the pandemic started because I was just overly anxious and I know how Asian people can get and they get like crowd all in one place even though there's something like major going on so I was too anxious to go um and because I had my vaccine like a my my second vaccine like over a month ago I, I decided like it's time to go now mm. um and this one place I went, it's usually accessible. And because of the COVID guidelines and restrictions they have to have in all the buildings now, mm. it actually became more inaccessible than it already was before. Oh. Um, it was, yeah, it was shocking to say the least. I, I was glad it was quiet because mm. it, it helped me out, but there was stairs everywhere and it was so it, it was just really painful to actually do it all but yeah. um like I said I'm, I'm glad there was no one there to actually see me walk really slowly <laughs> up those stairs because I just couldn't do it um uh, but I think for the most part they they do try but it's, it's there's misinformation and there's so much around the culture that like stops them from actually being equal but we all as a community in it in um for all different kinds of communities we need to keep constantly looking at it and how we can be more equal because things change all the time so mm -hmm. what e what equal what equality is change changes too with that um so i, I just hope for the future they'll, they'll keep looking at that and keep learning and listening because that's how we can make religious spaces a little bit more accessible so the next thing that we like to do with our guests is a rapid fire. So I'm going to ask you a bunch of like questions and you have to give me the first thing that comes into your mind um, or your first response to them. Some of them will be like this or that questions and also a little bit of a justification on why. So the okay. first question is Costa coffee or Starbucks? Uh, Costa. Yeah, their hot chocolates are amazing. <laughs> Don't even go for the coffee. <laughs> I'll try that next time. Yeah. How about hot Sorry. chocolates? <laughs> oh my god that's a hard question because <laughs> I don't even like normal English tea either so like even if you said that 
or hot chocolate I would have been like hot chocolate but that that's a hard question <laughs> um oh my god I'm, I'm gonna let the brown in me down and I'm gonna say hot chocolate because wow uh, just because cha is like so heavy on my stomach and it yeah. always puts me to sleep and then I can't actually function for the rest of the day otherwise it's beautiful and I love it but I just can't have it all the time <laughs> I, I drink it with the excuse that oh, I'll like wake up for the morning or wake up but like I'm honestly just like chilling after drinking <laughs> yeah. you get too tired <laughs> um Nando's or McDonald's oh Nando's yeah the question was even even I would say that um yeah Nando's all the way <laughs> Megan or Kate Megan yeah yeah um, Megan. <laughs> yeah she said she's she's American is is that are you saying USA or UK <laughs> mm, I'm, I'm still gonna say UK I can't say USA I, I can't do that I'm sorry I, I haven't even been that that would be even worse if oh. I've never been to the US <laughs> and then I go US <laughs> but um yeah, that, that doesn't mean I, I'm like a big fan of the US. I just like Megan. <laughs> <laughs> you should definitely visit. I'm sure you'll have a good answer to that question. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the Office USA, the Office UK. Oh, after saying all that about the US and I said the UK, I'm going to have to say the Office US. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I really agree with that. Um, but also, I don't think I understand the office UK, like the accents, like I just, they, they speak so fast. So it takes me a while to understand what's happening. You know what? I only watched the one episode. I don't think I even watched the full episode. It was <laughs> just too dry. Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I can't even tell you what it's like, but um, in comparison, mm-hmm. how much I watched, I have to say the US. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that's a good point. Um <laughs> And so the last question is, what do you, what's your favorite thing to do when you're not working? How do you like to spend your time? Uh, drawing. Drawing. Ooh, yeah. And you're quite the artist. Like, it, it's amazing. And your page is so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just love creative stuff. Anything creative. It's not always drawing. It's like, you know, gluing and putting things together. And like, oh, I love doing mood boards. I know it sounds so weird, but they, they're just so fun to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah like recently I got into like digital drawing because it was so much more accessible to me than actually drawing um so yeah it's been really fun and, and actually showing that through chronically brown has been really fun as well because other people like get involved and like to share it and stuff it's it's fun <laughs> yeah no you have to teach me how to make mood boards like I really love I, I tried making one it was not very good but it was it was fun like I definitely yeah. I learned a lot about my own aesthetic while doing that. <laughs> yeah, that is literally what I was just about to say. Like, it's a lot of um, connect with, like, mental, um, I don't want to say mental health, but, like, just it, it's, like, the self-care and knowing what you like. And, yeah, it, it it's just really therapeutic to me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of like journaling, but it's, like, more visual in a sense. And I yes, yeah, <laughs> it's a good pastime. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, but thank you for taking the time to join us today and recording this amazing episode and sharing your story with us and all these really valuable insights and the work that you're doing is so amazing. So if you haven't gone 
to Instagram and follow at Chronically Brown. You should do so now. Um, the quotes, the art, everything is just so inspiring and so uplifting and the community is amazing as well. So-